0: back to The Simplicity Diaries with me, Kim John Payne. This week I wanted to uh, mention something that I call screen time creep. And what that is all about is, um, I guess it's a message for parents uh, who are trying their very, very best to limit screen time. Not easy these days at all. I mean, there's a there's an increasing number of parents who are going screen-free completely, particularly with younger kids. But if you're a parent like many who are uh, limiting screen time, something uh, happens that is worth keeping an eye on. And that's that... Um, it tends to grow both in terms of time and uh, it also tends to uh, become more troubling in terms of device and content. In other words, media and medium. Um, Now, what I mean by this is that let's say, for example, you have, um, as many parents I've spoken to, who are low screen of course not the no screen parents um that's the amazing thing if you can pull that off but the low screen parents will say things like well we have a a saturday night movie night okay so um in a sense pandora's box hasn't been opened wide but there's a little crack at the edge right and the kids get it's a lovely, pleasurable experience watching a movie. You know, I get it that we can, we can read that the children are, are, are so grateful for watching and we all, you know, snuggle up and watch a movie. But what they're also receiving is, is um, a little dose of um, dopamine, as well, of of pleasure and reward, maybe a little adrenaline, maybe a little cortisol. They're just getting a small dose of what otherwise they'd be getting a huge dose of if they were um, watching more and more in large amounts. Like the average child here in the U.S. is exposed to about nine hours of screens per day. According to the common sense uh, media dot org you can look that up and and read more about that so if we're putting a lid on like an hour or two of screens like a movie night for example, then you know well done us in some ways because gosh, a lot of kids are watching a whole bunch more, but nevertheless you know <laughs> it's true that we've that we've uh, we've um We've opened something up. We've introduced our kids to a very pleasurable experience of a screen. And let's be honest, it's not really just about being together as a family. It's about the hormonal cocktail that watching a screen uh, releases for a child, of which they have no control um, over. Now, there's a couple of things uh, here is that... um, my advice to parents who are trying to go low screen is that it's very important to consider the the, um, the 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 media as well as the medium. Now, what I mean by this is that the the what you're actually watching the media, what's coming through the screen, it's really uh, helpful if it's a slow slow pace. Um, that it gives the child time to process the images. That's a a big one for me, and I've talked about that in previous podcasts. Um, Apart from being slow-paced, that it has some redemptive qualities. Now, I know this is obvious, so forgive me for, for that, but so many movies these days have very little friendship, very little redemption, very little, um, you know, the, uh, the portraying the higher side of what it is to live these days. And so um, that aspect is also important. And also, I guess most importantly, that what you're uh, uh, putting on in that DVD or, or whatever it is um, you're showing, um, that crucially it lines up with your family values that you're not going to sit there and squirm a little bit because it because it's it's you know for example if you have a family value of kindness where kids you really try hard to have the brothers and sisters if you've got you know um uh siblings in the family be be kind to each other as much as uh, as possible And resolve their issues in a way that's respectful. You know, they're they're family values that, you know, gosh, most of us have. But if you're putting on a program where the kids are treating each other disrespectfully, like quite disrespectfully, and um, it just feels awkward. It feels like, gosh, I I don't want my kids seeing that as a representative of what they think I'm okay with us watching. Because... Really, that's tacitly what you're saying. I'm okay with this because you turned it on. And it was your choice of show, or even if it was their choice, you didn't step in and say no. Um, no, and well, that's not that's not the kind of thing we watch in our family. And they might say, but but, mom, everyone watches it. And you might say, well, and then I think the simple response is. When not in our family love um, families do all sorts of families do all sorts of different things, and we don 't watch that sort of stuff in our family. Have whatever they 're watching line up with your family values, including advertisements if indeed there are advertisements if it's television and it 's kind of doubtful they will so there is a dilemma right there if it's if it 's live you know TV if it 's actually a television program. Um some people mute the um the advertisements, other people just um just simply if it 's a computer, just simply turn the screen away or put the lid down if it 's a laptop uh, or just um, you know turn it off uh, cause, and turn it back on again when the show comes back on uh and just judge that but the the media itself uh, is is important now, the thing about screen creep. Is that because there's a lot of dopamine and there's a lot of adrenaline and a lot of uh, uh, cortisol released? Kids tend to want more of it. It's just the nature of the beast, actually, and they'll want more. And most kids will bug for more, and they'll um, and some kids will bug more than others. But it's not unusual that they will bug you and pester you a lot to have more screen. Uh, and that's the, that's the rub of it. Because we've introduced a little bit, it's like having a relatively clean diet and you introduce something that is you know, like really rich in sugar. Um, it's understandable that they'll want that and ask for that. Um, perhaps not all, but most kids would really ask for it it's similarly with screens and it's it takes a real act of consciousness a real act of will to not allow the screen time uh to to creep and get more and more and more because what usually happens in families that i've been speaking to that have screen creep is um there are other screens available so firstly, the time on uh, on a big screen, on a television or the DVD on a computer, um, that will uh, be intriguing to a child. Even if it's a National Geographic, you know, thing, it'll be in uh, adrenaline and cortisol are involved in uh, a Nat Geo DVD just as much as they, you know, they are with others. Um, and uh, perhaps, well, actually, perhaps a little less because it's not moving quite as fast as other, other, other um, very fast-paced um, children's programming. But what happens is they want more and more and they also see that there are other screens available and they'll start to want to look at your phone more. And they'll want to uh that when they go to grandma's and grandpa's they will they'll um want to look at their computer and, and unless Grandma and grandpa are really switched on they'll see no harm in it that's a I hear that all the time that extended family uh tend to struggle to keep screen time limited so there are other devices and they'll want more and more and more um and it is entirely possible to keep a limit on it, but gosh, does it require an act of of real conscious will. And as the children grow up, if you wish to increase the screen time use, um, then it's kind of like, you know, really sitting down and thinking about it. If you have a partner at home, then really talking it through together to say, okay, um, you know, she or he or they are you know 14 years old now what what are we going to do uh, should we and then then there's another um time agreed and that limit is then very very strictly kept it's it's um unfortunate that it has to be so strict um but because of the nature of dopamine being highly addictive uh, highly addictive um the the strictness of of the the limit is in my my opinion absolutely um needed more than almost in any other uh aspect of parenting now the last thing i wanted to um mention was the actual nature of of the content i mentioned the very fast paced stuff that is um difficult for kids to absorb and it really does have a have a big impact uh on their neurological development on their social emotional development the jury is absolutely in on that one you know some people say should we do a little bit of screens or a little bit more or none and i say it's it's just a decision of how much toxic stuff a little bit of poison a lot of poison it's poison um and just because everyone else is taking it, doesn't mean it's not poison. You know, um, the the um, the thing I really wanted to mention is that there is a there is an intensity of the media. So keep an eye on on how fast it flashes, how fast it moves, uh, the aggressive images it's showing. But there is a real line that gets crossed. There's a couple of them. One is from, from uh gentle television programming, DVD based perhaps gentle um programming, into more open source program or open TV programming where there's exposure to a lot of advertisements. Um as parents we sentence ourselves to being pestered endlessly for you know, fairly superficial merchandising of um, of characters from tv shows uh, that masquerade as toys and we really set ourselves up with that one and then there's another line uh, that gets crossed in terms of um, programming that uh, particularly, I'm noticing a big upsur- upswing in the pro in the type of advertisements and programming that um, sexualize children and particularly girls very very early, and so you have younger and younger kids, like five, six years old, and even younger, really dressing and and being portrayed as as teenagers, as and even as sixteen, seventeen, eighteen year olds. The way they talk, their attitudes, and so on if you're a if you're a parent of a young girl, be super careful of that kind of stuff. Um and then for boys, uh and not strictly speaking boys, but you know, for any um any child, but um be very, very careful when a line gets crossed into gaming. Gaming is specifically designed uh, many games are absolutely and consciously designed to be addictive. Anyone who has watched the Social Dilemma um, documentary, uh, which was really an, an expose on this, there is no doubt that social media is another line that gets crossed and gaming is into deep addiction. And it is, it's designed, social media sites, um, and gaming are both consciously designed to addict children. And that's where a very big line gets crossed. So in terms of screen creep, it's both, the as I, as I mentioned, both the media and the medium that we need to keep a very, very careful eye on. The silver lining in all this, I guess, is that as parents it it really brings up consciousness for us it really it really brings us uh to a point of of needing to be awake we can't drift through this um a, a much um uh larger group of parents these days are making decisions about screens rather than just drifting along with the crowd and i I really applaud that as a, as a point of parenting consciousness so there we are uh, screen creep and things to watch, of course, if you want to ever um, speak with me personally in my in my uh, private family counseling practice. Don't hesitate to make contact. It's something um, that I love to do, you know, m- uh, more than almost anything else in the world in terms of supporting family life, is to speak to parents directly ab- about their hopes and dreams for their families and uh, how to get closer to them. And you can access that right from our website. You'll see a request to consult from, with Kim. But uh, that aside, I sure hope this little podcast has been helpful for you. Okay, bye-bye for now.